When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here we go. Welcome to the KBJ after the show podcast. Happy Friday. What up? We do not have Virginia here today. She is in Texas, San Antonio, visiting uh, her mom. So she took the whole family. All the Sinekis are there. You know that country song, Down in Texas, by Tim McGraw? No, I am not a huge Tim McGraw fan, oddly enough. I know a few of his songs, but... I don't know if there's really many he has that really? uh, grabs me. And I know he's huge. I know he has massive amounts of number ones. And uh, I think he was kind of in a period, uh, and he still does, you know, hit stuff. But he really was crushing in an era where I didn't listen to country. I took kind of a break from the 90s until early 2010 and uh, kind of got back into it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. Something well, then, about Never mind. Fuck Tim McGraw. Yeah. No, and fuck your song. <laughs> fuck, that, fuck that weak-ass song. Yeah. Fuck Tim McGraw. There's a gazillion, like, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Texas, when you talk about states when it comes to country music, it's it's probably Tennessee 1, Georgia 2, and then Texas is probably 3 on places that get name-dropped. When they come to drop in that state. Yeah. You don't hear Florida, in fact, you don't hear Florida drop in a lot of songs, unless it is hip-hop. I, I, I'm not saying there's not yeah. Florida songs out there, but it doesn't get dropped like other states do. You'd think there'd be more. I mean, you know, you had Florida Georgia Line. They were a group once upon a time. I don't think they're together anymore, but that wasn't, you know, a lot of their songs. Yeah, not not a ton. It not is kind of odd. Not a ton. And you're right. I think you maybe say that there's more Florida references in hip-hop a lot than there are country ones. So for whatever reason. They don't get a lot of love in country. Yeah, some of these towns or cities in, in Florida need to be in a song. That's all it takes is just get one of them in a song. Yeah, I mean, you had the Chattahoochee, and that uh, might qualify. I know the Chattahoochee River runs through Florida. Gosh, I fucking hate that song. It's terrible, And, yeah. and I love Alan Jackson. I, 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 I'm not a person Way that hates country. I like a lot of country. But that, yeah. I, I hate, I think I hate sassy country. Okay. Lay down yonder on or that don't impress me much. That's, oh, that sounds terrible. That's Shania Twain. Shit, I don't yeah. Like that. Oh gosh. Pontoon. Uh, fuck that. Yeah, you don't like that one. Yeah. No. Yeah, I hear you. I got you. Uh, so yeah, so Virginia will uh, be back with us on Monday. But she's having an extended weekend. Uh, she's already putting pictures up of her, her mom, and Mags. Okay. Three generations. Oh, how about that? Huh. That's special. And and her mom. I believe it's her mom's mother, right? That's a, that's still alive, the grandma? No, it's her dad's that's mom. That's her dad's mom? Fuck, I don't know anything about y'all. I'm so bad with... Yeah. With, with you. That's oh. why her dad lives there. Same town. David, I should listen more. I was like, wow, that's... 
Well, anyway. So I'm, you thought that her dad lived next to her mom's? I don't know. Okay. Well, okay. I, I, I'm just I'm just curious. I got I got to do butter. Yeah. I just got to do butter. <laughs> it's a good thing she's not here. What dumbass? Well, <laughs> dumbass! Why the hell would my why the hell my dad be living with? You're right. My mom's mom. It's it's Friday. I'm not I'm not thinking. It's not clicking. Yeah. Yeah. S- statistically, it's not my best day. No. Okay. You know, we got to get some stats on that. We got stats on everything else, and I love it. I love stats. I'm a stats guy. You know, Me too. Grew up sports guy, and uh, man, the people are bringing it. It really is kind of fascinating. In fact, you know, when you kind of look at this and unpack, um, Hollywood Billy is uh, back. And in fact, he's got a, a re, uh, rebuke to uh, Matt D. It's, uh, do it, bitch stats. <clears throat> in fact, he, he, you know, because Matt D, he's like, uh, where's Hollywood Billy at? And he brought some stats yesterday we had. So Hollywood Billy's saying, okay, Matt D, in the pizzle, I see your stats and I raise you. Listen to what uh, Hollywood Billy did here. He said, I got stats galore, unlike Matt D. He said, yeah, Matt D is correct in the fact that Kevin is on 11-game losing streak and do it, bitch, and has not won since May 16th, which is crazy. However, even after all the losses, he still has an overall winning record of 15-13. and 13. I had gone 15-2. and two. Before the jinx started that fateful day. He said there have been four times, though, that I forgot to pick a team, and two of them were at live shows, and the other two uh, get flower bombed and do a body shot off your partner. He never acknowledged that he forgot to pick a team. And the jinx started when at first he forgot to pick a team and then took Virginia and Denny's when they came back from 0-2 and, and tied Bird and Suits 2-2, two to two, and then Bird and Suits went on to win, and I have not won since that so happened. I got a bit of an objection here, and only because I've there, there's confusion. When we take our act out on the road, do those stats count? Because I, I remember we were over at mm. uh, Wild Wings, and we did a, a no-name movie game yeah, competition. Right. That was that was not yeah. that did not count. I need to know the clarity. I here. consider it an exhibition, honestly. We've never clarified that, but it's just all the elements are different. Even for a live podcast. Yeah. To me, that's almost kind of like a... I don't know. I mean, people have been counting it, so I don't want to argue with the statisticians. I think in my mind, I thought this is an exhibition game. You run this outfit. You, you know, make this the fi- is like Savannah Bananas against the party animals. You get you get the final say. Let me know right now. Do... When I well, go, if we, I win No Name Movie Game Belt at the podcast... The problem and the reason with it is sometimes we amend the rules. When we were, for instance, um, you know, in Jensen Beach... In Buffalo Wild Wings, we only did, it was a broke down version of it. We chipped the game apart and it wasn't everybody playing. So you can't keep an actual stat on that because you got an extra rep. That's why to me, we may have to make amendments to fit a live environment or whatever's happening in the moment that is not standard. You're right. I love I love that explanation. I'll never bring it up again. If they don't count. It's just exhibition. That's what I think. Yeah, you're it's, right. It's just like for it. entertainment purposes only. At that point, you know, when we're in here, it's for blood. It's always for blood. Yeah. So that that's it. So anyway, uh, not sure how uh, Kev can break this jinx. Maybe laying down a bunt. There he goes, your reference. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Some, some people did get that reference. Yeah, so that that's fascinating. I was 15-2 and two and went on an 11-week losing streak. You really shit the bed. Crazy. And it all started because, yeah, I, I, I fumbled right out of the chute, forgot to pick one, and then it's almost like I – Almost like whatever the the do it bitch gods 
have placed a curse on me because I uh, fucked it up. I'm a big believer of that, though, in, in life. If for some reason you've just hit a, a, a string of bad luck, it's just been, things have been shitty. Yeah. Just change something up in your routine, whether it's, I don't know, try different shoes on. I know yeah. it sounds Got superstitious. Lose, yeah. It's more of a trick of your mind. You're going, you're going into mm. the, 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 the abyss with a, a different kind of attitude. All right, I change it up. Let me have a different perspective of this thing. Yeah, I don't argue with you. It's just I don't know what it is I change. Do I use different headphones? Do I change out my microphone? That's something you're going to have to look within. You know, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, and Hollywood Billy says, shout out to Nathaniel. He had great stats at the start of the year, but he's disappeared. So I'm just taking the baton and running with it. But that it's, it's amazing. Plot twist. He is Nathaniel. We got, we got ourselves wow. a fight club situation. Motherfuckers, two people. Never seen the movie, so I don't get it. But <laughs> sounds awesome. Don't you hate that? When someone tries to give you a reference of something that you've never seen, they have to act like, yo, that's great. It's yeah. so funny. Oh, mm-hmm. Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, a lot on this uh, Mata, that, uh, this T, uh, talking about uh, it's what you know anything now that uh, Lionel Messi's doing. They've got an Inter-Miami match tonight. Uh, that's the tea that he likes to drink, and so now it's catching on. David Beckham is drinking it, and apparently it tastes like dog shit, but you know, it's just because he's doing it, everybody wants to do it. Uh, Claudia said, yeah, I'm from uh, Paraguay, and we're neighbors with Argentina and Brazil. Uh, Mata is also a big thing in Paraguay, but we're more known for the cold version because the weather in my country is pretty warm, kind of like Florida. But without the ocean breeze, anyway, the whole point of a round of Terrer is the sharing with friends. Uh, but it's a cultural thing where you sit with friends and have a great time drinking it. Every time I bring my Terrer to work, people are always like, what is that grass you're drinking? You can add all sorts of herbs to it, mint, lemon, whatever floats your boat. Both Mata and Terrer are an acquired taste, but you can always try it. Uh, and so you can see what a terrarium is and look at what it looks like. And it does. It looks like, actually, it looks like canal water. Oh, you add mint to it. Sounds great. Crazy, Not huh? my cup of soda. I, that, mm-hmm. I, I don't like minty things. Isn't that, don't you have that in a mojito where they put some kind of mint bullshit in there? Yeah, they'll, they'll put, um, yeah, mint, mint leaves in that. And then it uh, kind of has like uh, maybe some sugar cane in it too. And, uh, God. Fucking hate a mint leaf. Yeah, you're you hate mint. It's all it's a bi. It's a it's a bully ingredient. Yeah, you passionately hate mint. You put just a hair of that little mint leaf in anything, uh-huh. and the whole fucking thing tastes like mint leaf. Yeah, I'd seen that. Like uh, it's every now and then, people put that in vanilla ice cream. Bull shit. Yeah. It's, it's way to ruin ice cream. Yeah, I always Horse thought shit. too. I was like going. I, I always thought when I was a fat kid, and I'd see that. Oh. Like they're trying to sneak vegetables in. <laughs> I was like, Don't all right. my ice cream. This fat kid sees through your game. If you're going to put something on my ice cream, you put fudge or you put yeah. magic shell. Right. Leaves? <laughs> exactly. Putting leaves on my ice cream? Mint? Fuck mint? Man. What? Did Fat Kevin like mint chocolate chip? No. I right? did. You did? I did, yeah. I don't know why. That was uh, probably my favorite ice cream uh, when I was a fat kid. So many people love it. Me, I think me and Virginia are in the rarity. A lot of people love it. It does. I- yeah, it does seem to do well. Yeah, we had a, uh, I think it was a Baskin Robbins uh, that was on the way from Columbus to my home. And man, when we would stop, I was just, oh, I love it. I love the way Baskin Robbins smells. And I love those yes, sugar yes. cones, them, them, them brown, hard sugar cones. Yeah. I might have to go to Baskin Robbins. Too. It's good stuff. I'm not sure where one is, but I think 
I know where he went to. Do you? Okay. Yeah. It's pretty much everything uh, now I see around to us is Carvel. Usually, if you a basket robins is is it's paired with something. You ever see that with it restaurants? Is, yeah, yeah. They they do those combo places. It, it's it's always and it's weird. It's like Pizza Hut and Baskin Robbins or something. Do you think I love a combo place? You do. I fucking love a combo place. There yeah. was one. It was Taco Bell and Pizza Hut in one. That's heaven in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. The Yum Foods I think own those, and so they start putting them in together. I mean, yeah. Why not? I mean, I would I would eat both. It's it's a. You know, same concept as a food uh, food court. Yeah, and it, it, if you got somebody, it's like, hey, I want pizza, and I want Taco Bell. Oh, what do you know? I just love having a couple sacks of, you know, of different foods. You know, oh, what have you got in there? Oh, I got a pizza. Oh, and a Mexi Mount. Both. Yeah. That, that, that's just a, it's a good place to be for, for leftovers. Mm-hmm. Hey, Suits, we put up a poll. Do you like mint chocolate chip ice cream? Yeah, I want to see where people stand on that. I hate to say it, but I think it's going to be it's going to be more than less. I don't know because I'm seeing some hate for it. Like T Conk said, mint chocolate chip sucks. Okay, T Conk, I see you. So we'll see where we are. See just you know where that where that does run. How feel, people feel about mint? I feel like once you turn ten, you shouldn't like mint chocolate. For, it just I, it I, like I grew it. It was, it was my it was my elementary school game, and then. I think I discovered, uh, I went to Rocky Road. I couldn't believe Rocky Road when I first had When I first that. had it, I'm like, screw mint chocolate chip. I never went back. Rocky Road took me. And then uh, uh, Cookie Dough, I think, got me after that. And I was like, screw Rocky Road. I went to Cookie Dough. Cookies and cream, for whatever reason, I had seemed cookies to be yeah. an explosion when I was a kid. I was, yeah, it was. It was It was everywhere. But that was always kind of my, if they didn't have that, then I I, I would go for it. But yeah, we'll see uh, where we stand on that. You're making me want to be bad on a Friday. Sometimes it, it depends what kind of weekend you want to have. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to go out, explore the world, get yeah. a couple of drinks, really, you know, just yeah. paint the town red. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes you want to be a shut in and watch some cool shit and eat fucking terrible. Either things way, it for works. You. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> maybe you know you switch off from weekend to weekend. Uh, Ellie said, "Yeah, the uh, Mata acquired taste. I'm uh, Paraguayan and had this since I was a toddler, and I grew up loving it. But uh, we drink." The colder version called Terrera. Okay, so that's a different. Mata, I guess, is hotter, and Terrera is the colder version, and Mata is the warmer version. And Alberto, he said, uh, you had mentioned Yerba Mata, too. I'm half Cuban, and we love Yerba Mata, but we prefer Yerba Mata soda. They sell it at Publix and any local Hispanic grocery store. I'll have to try that, see what that's all about. They have a diet version as well. Mm, diet Mata. Sounds amazing. Not your thing, huh? No. Yeah. I didn't think so. Uh, let's uh, check in real quick. Uh, getting close to 100 votes. Do you like mint chocolate chip ice cream? 52% yes, 48% no. Whoa. It's a half and half kind of game. Much like everything in the world. It's probably good to know. Yeah, it's a, a 50-50. That'd be something you wouldn't want to go, you know, Schwathing into a party with your mint chocolate chip and think that everybody's going to be patting you on the back. I would never do that. Half would ne- like you, half would hate you. I, I, there's certain things that are polarizing. That you know, just I'm not saying there's not huge passionate fans for it, but you just know there's going to be passion on the other side of it. Yeah, go fuck yourself. I'm not eating that. Yeah. Mint chocolate chip would be on that. Yeah. Okay. So now you know where it stands. I would even say your, uh, your um, uh, sushi. 
I feel like there's a, so so many people love sushi, yeah. but I wouldn't bring sushi for everybody because I know there's at least twenty to thirty percent of the group that'd be like, "Oh man, fuck sushi! I don't want that." You'd have to know your crowd. It's uh, kind of more of an elitist, snobby type thing. Is that's how I associate? If if someone is trying to come off like they're intellectual, they will say they like sushi, and they may hate sushi, but they will say they like it if they want people to think they're smart. Okay. That's the breakdown I see. If you go to some of them smart cities, sushi, sushi, like you go to San Francisco, it's sushi everywhere. I've got a sushi roll. New York City, sushi everywhere. Bitterman, where's my sushi roll, Bitterman? Yeah. I see what you're saying. I've suits put up another poll. Do you like sushi? We'll see where people <laughs> stand it. on that. <laughs> we just got to find out where people stand on this. I mean, you got to know these kind of things. I agree. It'll help me with my KVJ chat room snack file that I have. Yeah. Do you like sushi? Yes or no? And do you consider yourself to be an intellectual prick? <laughs> that would be your third poll question. That's it, suits. yes. That's it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, we got uh, Michael or Mike from the Pizzle. He said, I was listening to the ATS podcast. You were talking about six hours in the heat. So, some interesting stuff and something that was not even on my radar until yesterday. And now I have seen it twice because uh, yesterday uh, they're talking about the scientists have apparently figured out uh, what humans can endure when it comes to heat, you know, because we're in that severe. And uh, they were saying 95 degree heat, 100% humidity, and it was six hours. And they said, honestly, when you look anywhere in the world, that really hasn't ever happened. We're not getting there. And I did see, I think it was yesterday in southern Iran or Iraq, one of those countries. I think it was like the feels-like temperature was 158. Like, that's insane, man. I mean, we're at 115. You're like, oh, my gosh, it's unbearable. Imagine, could you imagine 158? So I think you, you die in that, right? It's the amount of time. It's the six hours. I mean, I just feel like there wouldn't be much you could do. I was talking to one of my buddies yesterday. He's got two kids. He goes, honestly, man, it was way too hot to even go out with the kids some, t- some, some parts of the summer. They, weren't, they wanted to stay in. Yeah, no, you're, you're seeing that. So what I saw yesterday for the first time, and I saw it again today because they're talking about what you have to do now, the regulations on Florida high school football. Um, one, I love football, and two, my son's playing, so I want to know what, uh, okay, these things are. Wet bulb thermometer. I had never heard about that, but I guess what a wet bulb thermometer does, it takes in the conditions of heat and humidity. 
So that kind of gives you that actual temperature or something along those lines. I don't know what the reading is, but apparently if you get a 92.1 on the wet bulb thermometer, that's where you have to stop football practice in the state of Florida. So you'd have to take everything indoors and you can't practice outside. So I guess every high school is required to have a wet bulb thermometer as they're practicing to see that they don't get past that level. So that's kind of where we are temperatures now. It's, it's so weird now. It's not like it used to be where you just get a, a reading on that. So he said, as drivers for UPS, we have no AC and the back of the trucks aren't vented. Drivers have recorded temperatures back there at 130 degrees this last month. Imagine digging for a package for five minutes in that. Then you never find it. You get to go back at the end of the day when you do find it. Ooh. And by the way, the joke that we're getting AC in our trucks only pertains to trucks built after 2024. So our entire fleet will never see AC. Anyway, stay safe and be sure to drink electrolytes. That's the key. Anyway, longtime listener and 13-year veteran at UPS, Mike in the Pizzle. Good news for Mike I just saw today, too. Got a pretty cush gig. How much do you think a full-time UPS driver will make on average in their new deal that they just got? Because they were, you know, talking about they might strike. 45 an hour. It's an annual salary. Okay, let's go 45 times 8 times 50. Uh, let's say $74,000, Kevin. 170. Wow. $170,000 is what full-time UPS drivers will earn on average in their new deal. And that covers 340,000 workers. There's got to be a big waiting list for that, right? That's, I, I mean, that's I, good... I see $170,000 and it's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's hot and all that. But I mean, if you had cold drinks and you kept doing that and you had well, maybe you, a little fan up there, it's like, all right, If you know that's right, your gig maybe. and you, you know you have your schedule, yeah, that's a nice salary to put up with that. Yeah, that's $170,000. Now, how many hours a week? Is it 40? Is it 60? Is it 80? Don't know. I just saw that. That was the headline that they had on NBC News this morning. I looked up at the TV. I'm like, damn, $170,000 a year driving UPS? Is it hard to get a job or are people not wanting to do it? I don't know. Uh, Mike and the Pizzle, maybe you can uh, answer some of the questions. But uh, that's what they had said. I was like, that's a pretty good deal. It would be interesting to see just... How they do trying to hire drivers in the future. Corey D. in the chat room says that's not their entire salary. That's their royal compensation with uh, compensation with benefits. So I, I don't know what that means. Well, I mean, it, it sounds like, well, that's still what you make. I mean, you know, maybe it's not the base salary, but, you know, you're taking home 170000 a year. Yeah, that's yeah, like anybody when they describe a job. Yeah, I mean, you, you could then break it down and say, okay, maybe the salary is 120000 and with bonuses you get to 170000 I don't know. It just Like I said, hey, to me the headline is is if you can go home with $170,000, that's pretty good. That is good. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, we were talking about uh, the jaw-dropping wedding experiences. There was a story that we had earlier this week of a girl that uh, got a text from her fiancé's mistress. She shared all the text messages they'd had going back and forth the day before her wedding. She decided to go through with the ceremony, but as they're standing up there, she started reading off the text messages, which, like, could you imagine being at that, set, that wedding and you had no idea? Um, 
Got a story here. It says, 20 years ago, my husband and I attended a wedding for one of his friends, and all I knew was that when the groom was young, his father had a heart attack and died at a family wedding. Ooh, that's rough. A few years later, the groom's uncle then had a heart attack and died at a family wedding. So he's obviously not a fan of weddings, but he was getting married. So what do you do? We're an hour into the reception when the lady next to me says, I'm so happy for them. I was at the two other weddings, and I'm so glad that nothing went wrong. As soon as she says that at the next table, I hear a commotion, and people start screaming, somebody's on the floor giving somebody CPR. Another uncle in the middle of the reception dropped dead of a heart attack right there, right then. The bride and groom, they just left for about an hour. Everybody was asked to stay. Bride and groom come back, cut the cake. About an hour later, we all left. Talk about an awkward finish to a wedding. Wow. That guy had been to three weddings, including his own, and family members dropped dead at the wedding. That's some... That's crazy, some man. voodoo... Talk about my losing streak. guy yeah, shit. The, the odds on that... That is crazy. I would never go to another wedding well, again. Wouldn't you think something else is at play at that point? Yeah, people are saying that's got to be some kind of family curse. Because like, they're all family members. That's true. What is that? That sounds like Stephen King, uh, King's thinner. I got a do-it-bitch curse. They got a wedding curse. That's crazy. At least you're still in the winning column. I know. Yeah. Maybe that's what'll flip it. I'll get to even. I'll lose the next two weeks, and then when I get to 50-50. All right. Did you fuckers get the message? Now, no more weddings. No more weddings. We can't have any I more would, weddings. I would. I, I, mean, I would tell people, I'm like, you don't want me at your wedding. Someone in the family's going to die. I mean, that's kind of a legit excuse. Yeah. Hey, I really want to get married. I can't get married. I'll die. Or a family member's going to die. Someone will die. Someone's yeah. having a heart attack. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, anyway, they said, uh, listen forever. You guys make my morning routine. I moved a few months ago to another state, but the most important thing I took with me was the WRMF app. So you're still part of my morning routine. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Yeah, you can listen to KVJ anywhere you want now. Now, listen to this crazy story. Fonso said, fun fact, about 17 years ago in middle school, I used to wear glasses. For about two years, I was wearing them. And then one day on the bus ride home, I just started looking up at the sun. I know people always say, don't look at the sun directly, but I was like 12, so I said, eh, fuck it. And it didn't hurt when I looked at it. I did that for about 10 to 15 minutes at a time, once a day, on the ride back for just about two months. And about a month after I noticed, I could start reading and seeing much better without any glasses. I told my parents, and they're like, okay, you're messing around, no way. So I made him take me to the eye doctor, and he said, yeah, you got 20-20 vision again. I told him what I did, and he just laughed it off and said, okay, whatever. And he said that I would be blind if I did that. Well, guess what? I'm not. My grandma gave me a gold ring with the Inca sun god on it before this happened, and since I'm from Peru, I figured that must have helped somehow. My wife, who was my friend back in those days, can vouch to anybody that, yeah, I did wear glasses, and now I don't need them. One thing, though, once a year, everything is in high contrast for the entire day. The first time it happened, I was horrified and thought it was a dream, but it wasn't. Everything was an extreme high contrast and saturation, just an amazing view, but also slightly horrifying. And it's now been happening for 17 years, one day out of the year. Also, when I look at the sun now, it's just three rings, one smaller and smaller with an orange flare. How crazy is that? Do you believe that email? What? <laughs> I, I want to believe he that. He fixed his vision by staring into the sun, and it's all because he had an Incan sun god amulet 
that he wore. All what right. is? I don't know, <laughs> man. Have to do another poll. Is that email full of shit, <laughs> or do you believe it? I don't know, man. That's crazy. I want to, but look, I love all that magical shit. I love magic, but can you really stare in the sun and make you have 20-20 vision? I've never heard of it. I don't know if you can without having the Incan sun god amulet that you're wearing. That amulet in there? there? There's a lot to unpack. There is. By the way, our last poll, do you like sushi? What do you think the numbers I'll, are? I think that I think it's going to be most people do like it. Most people do. 64% yes, 35% no. Okay, that seems about right. Yeah. That's where we are in sushi. Learning things. I The veggie sushi, I can, I can fuck with that for a little bit. But it, you ever eat something that's good, but maybe you get to the fourth one of it, and you're like, you kind of start that getting, enough. you get grossed mm. out by it. So I, I like mm. it for about three thingies of it, and then. And that's it. You've had enough. Yeah. yeah. You tap out. I tap out. You ever had sashimi? No. You would hate that. It's just the raw it. fish. Fuck that. Oh, I would hate it. Yeah. I'm not a big fish guy. No, not your thing. Uh, I got an email here. It said, um, you were talking about uh, Miss Rachel. Somebody had uh, sent in an email earlier this week. And was it her, her baby's uh, daddy or something like yeah, that? I can't remember it who was. it was. It's a show. It's a kid's show. And he refuses to let the kid watch this Miss Rachel because he said the show's going to turn the kid gay. It's like, what? I, you know, we didn't know. We're out of that game. But uh, Doug had said, yeah, the reason this guy thinks that uh, his kid's going to turn gay is because one of Miss Rachel's show counterparts has come out to say that she is they slash them, the pronouns thing. Pronouns thing. Two of the men on the show are very feminine and flamboyant, which may also lead him to believe that uh, watching this will turn the sun gay. One of the men is Miss Rachel's husband in reality. A fun fact, Miss Rachel is the only one on our show that is not on Broadway. The situation got pretty wildly known and like everything. It got political. It's annoying. I got a 14-month-old and Miss Rachel plays every morning and night. She's the best babysitter on this planet while we prepare meals. Gosh, everything gets political now. It does. Everything. People get all upset. There, there, we could we could totally make mint chocolate chip political if we. You could. I mean, there'd we, be a way. Be you a made way Bud Light it. political. Exactly. <laughs> there'd be a way to a do it. A year ago, if I said Bud Light's going to be political, you'd be like, how? How do you make it just a random beer political? If something's going to be big in pop culture and it's going to get clicks automatically, just on a regular benign level, you're able to hijack and now make that political. Yeah. You can. It's, 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 it's kind of sad where you can't just, you can't talk about shit without making it. Uh, and I'm talking about social media. I think right. when people are talking normally in their own house or with their friends, not everything turns political. But right. when you turn online, you turn on the TV, everything is this or that. Well, the problem is everybody thinks that their way is the right way. And so everybody else who doesn't do it their way is an idiot or this or that. And you know what? Hey, in your house, I guess it's a choice you can make. I would have no problem with my kid watching Miss Rachel and... Like my kid's gonna be gay, my kid's gonna be gay. A TV show is not gonna do that. But the us versus them is a parlor trick type of tactic that the media loves to do, where they oh everyone's gonna be against it. They love pitting people yeah, against each other. They, they do. Instead of trying to bring people together, they love to keep that separation going. Why, why not just understand that people you know like to do different things? That's, you do. That's it. There are some people like sushi. There are some people like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Oh well. Yeah. Some people like Miss Rachel. Oh well. Some people like to make things political. <laughs> 
then that's an idea. I, I don't I don't go for that. Yeah, I, I immediately on a stupid thing like that. I'm like, I'm not making this political. Well, it took it's me, dumb. It took I, I me got a no while to realize that's what was going on. And then you're going, wait, why is why is everyone fighting about this? And why is it turning into a it? It, it, it took a while to figure that out. But people I, get so passionate. I, I have no emotional reaction to it. If people be like, I don't like Miss Rachel, or I do, I'd be like, okay. Exactly. I have no emotional reaction to that <laughs> and whatsoever. Life continues to go on. I love Bud Light. I don't like I have no emotional reaction to that I don't whatsoever. Give a fuck what you drink. I, I love the Barbie movie. I hate the Barbie movie. I, I have no emotional reaction <laughs> exactly. to that. Exactly. Like what you like. I'm hate, so confused by the emotion. Like. I really am. I'm like, what? I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. It's crazy. It's very silly. It really is. Wow. Uh, Lee said, I just finished a series called Hijack with Idris Elba on Apple TV. It's really good. It may put the fear of flying in you, though. Action, suspense. Yeah, I had seen that, and I think he's fantastic. He's, you know, one of those people you see and be like, okay, I'd watch because he's in it. And then one person said it was great, and another person, I saw a couple other people say, eh. Okay, it's political then. They papooed it. Yeah, I don't, you know, <laughs> for whatever, who knows, it probably was. But, yeah. I'm just kidding. But yeah, so I, I, so what it is, it's that show is in a holding pattern for me. Do you have shows like that where I see the reviews and I was kind of going to jump on it, but then I'm like, I don't know, I'm going to see. So I kind of wait for more reviews before I invest the time. A very particular like that. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. And there, there really are just some shows where you'll be into it, and all of a sudden something happens in the show, and you may not even figure out what it is. It doesn't hit for you anymore. It maybe the storylines yeah. are shitty, and they're they're going. Well, Billions was that. Billions I loved in the last season. They lost Axe, uh, the guy who was the really great, just kind of dicky, confident investor dude, and that's why I'm excited. It starts again today, and he's back. So you bet your ass, I'm not going to watch the last season, which did nothing for me. But I'm going to pick it right up, and hopefully I'll love it the way I did before. I always get nervous when I like a show, and they introduce... It, it usually happens at the end of the second season or beginning of the third, where they introduce new motherfuckers. Yeah. And sometimes it's great, Yeah, but if you get someone in there that almost takes over the storylines of the people you wanted to see, yeah. that's when it gets shitty. Well, there's a show I like uh, to get uh, the response from people on that I've got uh, the first two episodes of my DVR ready to go. Special Ops Lioness. It is a Paramount show. And I just came off of watching Jack Ryan on uh, Amazon Prime. And I like it. This one has Zoe Saldana in there, and I, I love her. Nicole Kidman is in this. Morgan Freeman is in this as well. And I had watched Jack Ryan and also House of Cards. And there was a guy in House of Cards. I think his name was Doug in it. And his name, the actor name is Michael Kelly. And he also was in the Jack Ryan show. Anything that has to do kind of like with the government espionage stuff, they put this guy, Michael Kelly, in it. And it just, he's the common thread in all these, and nobody knows who the hell this guy is. I didn't know until I just looked up his name, Michael Kelly. People are lo people are saying they, they like that show, the uh, the one you're talking Special about. Special Ops Lioness? Yeah. Okay. All right, so uh, two episodes I got, so I was thinking about maybe uh, jumping into that. Go for it. It's okay. getting good recommendations. Right, yeah, so if it's on the same level of House of Cards and Jack Ryan, if you like both of those, okay. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. I got billions this weekend, man. I got some good stuff. Oh man, if you only ate junk food, you could have a very fatty fun weekend. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I'll I'll have a cocktail or two. You crazy fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I'm having for lunch. That's where I'm gonna go. Uh, food wise, uh, got Riley sent in this email. She said I was at the restaurant where Jaber was in Wellington the other day, Bonefish Max. I was the manager on shift that day, and I was happy to see him again and uh, gave him a big hug. Yeah, she was so nice. Yeah. I, that's the restaurant I was telling you about. Yeah, you I were. went with some of uh, KVJ Nation. It was for Vicky's birthday party. Right. That place is very cozy. I loved it. Yeah, no, that is uh, good. You're telling me that because, um, yeah, you know, my son plays uh, his flag football in Wellington. That's about the only time we ever get out there. And, yeah, it's, you know, it's to me, a lot of times it's hard to find a a great place to go. I was fasting during that time and I was so bummed out because I wanted to try some of the menu. That's torture when you're hungry and you're looking at people eat. Oh yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have it, uh, my little guide thing. So I know where it is. It's uh forest Hill Boulevard. And it looks like it's just a bit West of the mall at Wellington green. That's like that, 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 strip. that checks out for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I know, I know where that is. Bonefish Max Sports Grill—that'd be uh, my kind of place. Yeah, I know. she was real nice. Yeah. They are—they were all nice. They—they they were very, very nice, kind people. Yeah, I'll get out there. So uh, she said, "It's happy to meet uh, the Denny's family too, with his little baby. Super cute." So. His baby was, baby Lachlan was so well behaved. We're just that's chilling. great. Yeah, and, I mean, he looks super chill. I mean, do you have any doubt? Chill. I mean, look at his parents. I know that's awesome. They're just like the super chill, awesome family. That, that baby's adorable. Yeah, man. that's very cool. So. Thanks for that. We'll be out this weekend. Hopefully we'll run into you somewhere with uh, everything going on. Y'all enjoy your weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Goodbye.